right, good morning, and what I'm welcome to another Strong Will Fitness Podcast episode. And today, what I want to talk about is using resistance training or weight training for weight loss or fat loss. Um, and I want to talk about it in the context of kind of what what needs to happen in order for you to get the most most out of it. Now, traditionally, or from a lot of people that I talk to, maybe not traditionally, um, I get a lot of, well, if I want to lose fat, I need to do, I need to eat less and do a lot of cardio. And the fact that there are people that still think that is sometimes mind-blowing, but I mean, it's cool. Um, hopefully I can help change some of the, uh, the thought process on that. But what I want to talk about is how or what I'm going to try to land here today is some practical ways to for you to take action on some of these things so that way you get the most out of out of what it is that you're doing. So firstly, a couple of things to talk about before we before I even get into the actual weightlifting component of it, which I'm going to kind of keep short because what goes inside of a weightlifting or resistance training program is really dependent on the individual and I don't mean like how they are how they feel as a person um, I mean a bunch of other different factors that I'll probably do another episode on because it'll take a while but it depends on the individual so I want to try to keep it keep it pretty generalized there and a little more specific around the things that are outside of the gym that you need to land so that way you get the most out of your weight trainer program so first thing is handling the basics and what I mean by the basics are the things that you need to do every day regardless or that I think you should be doing every day regardless of whether you're in the gym or not so this is stuff outside of the gym so firstly is hydration making sure that you're drinking plenty of water throughout the day at a minimum at least two liters per day um, and that's before you add in any activity or anything like that and then as you start to add in activity then um, you can increase that obviously but between the two liters that you take in um, just by drinking it and your food, you're gonna land at around three liters of water per day. And um, that's that's about the lower end of where you wanna go. Um, if you're looking for something a little more specific, then something around 50% of your body weight in ounces of water is, is a good benchmark to build up to if you don't get there with those two liters. Um, next is creating a consistent sleep and nighttime and morning routine that allows you to get anywhere from six to eight hours of sleep per day. And I say six to eight hours of sleep because I'm not talking to athletes. I'm trying to communicate this to people who are like me. They have family, they have jobs, they have other obligations and responsibilities and priorities they have to take care of in a 24 hour period. And sleep is important. And based on what season of life you're in, six hours may be the best you can do and in other seasons you can you can nail that eight hours with no issue but it's somewhere around six to eight hours and the morning and nighttime routines are going to be able to shift with you versus trying to push into let me get more sleep then it starts to get easier once you have a routine of okay this is what i do at bedtime you can just adjust that routine to the time that makes sense for you and it's going to be a lot easier for you to increase the amount of time that you sleep versus trying to just push and will yourself through okay i'm going to try to go to bed earlier when you're really you really don't have a rhythm or a routine to do that create the routine first and then everything else can just become a lot easier um and lastly just making movement 
and daily exercise a part of a part of your daily routine as well. So what do you do from one day to the next and does exercise or movement included in that? That could be as simple as walking, um, it can be group exercise, whatever the case may be. Um, but first of all, nailing those three things. And then that's, that's the first part. Next, what we wanna talk about is making sure that you're increasing your non-exercise activity. So I talked about this previously, but this is kind of the high point of it. Um, and I wanna give a couple of strategies to do this. So non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So things that you do outside of the gym that are going to help support weight loss. Um, exercise is usually at a maximum around 60 minutes per day. If you're doing that three times a week, that's three hours a week of exercise. If your goal is specifically to drive weight loss, then those three hours will be good to start, but at some point you're going to plateau. And what might not change is the amount of time that you have available to exercise, but what you do have is time available to increase your activity throughout your day. So things, simple things to do are, I'm gonna try to give you three here. Um, simple things to do are get, make your increase your step count. So if you're not tracking it, track your step count to get at least 10,000 steps per, per day. And that's going to increase that non-exercise activity. Um, and that's, you know, that could be every 50 minutes while you're at work, just walk around for, for a 100, 200 steps. And that's gonna inch you closer to those steps. Um, second strategy is park further away from wherever you're at. So at my job, I park on the far end of the lot. Uh, so that way I have to walk a little bit further to get into the building. And that's a super simple strategy for me to add about 400 extra steps per day on top of the other activities that I just do at work and my exercise. And um, lastly, you can take a 15 minute walk after lunch or dinner. That's going to help with digestion of your meal and it's going to increase your steps. So those are three easy ways just to increase your non-exercise activities that are gonna help support weight loss. Um, now we're gonna get into <clears throat> the nutrition part. So nutrition is the biggest driver of weight loss. And what you wanna do is make sure if weight loss is the goal that you're actually in a caloric deficit. There are a bunch of different ways to determine this. Um, the most common way is to actually just track it. So how many calories are required, you can download a nutrition tracker and put in that you want to lose about a pound, pound and a half a weight per week. And it's going to spit out a number and that's about the number of calories you want to eat. My recommendation is to just try that. A lot of people say, well, those calories aren't correct and that's not the right ones. Well, it's more important that you actually are doing, taking the actions versus worrying about the math of it. Get the number, the number doesn't matter as much if you can't like eat the food. So. So what number does a, does a calorie tracker shoot out to you? And then try to eat that amount and see where you land, how much you eat on average throughout the week. If you're eating around that number and it's saying that you should lose about a pound and a half per week, then what you should see as a result, if you weigh yourself weekly, that you after about two weeks, you should start to move towards that pound, pound and a half per week in weight loss. Um, I always say give it about two weeks before you suspect to see any significant changes just because it's going to take your body some time to adapt to that, to make the adjustments to start to um, pull some of that energy, that of that stored energy that you have on your frame. So, so that's the easiest way to determine that you're in a caloric deficit. And if you're eating enough protein and you're eating the adequate amount of calories at a high qual as high quality of food as you have available, 
um, that you can get a hold of, that you're capable of making. There's a bunch of other things that go inside of nutrition based on where you're at. But ultimately, the goal is to get into and stay into a caloric deficit long enough to experience the adequate amount of weight loss that you're looking for. And um, then at some point, you know, you don't want to stay in that deficit forever. You're going to want to take a break. But again, that's a different conversation. Um, now we're going to get into, <clears throat> once, so once nutrition's covered, now we're going to get into the actual exercise part of it. Um, exercise is fairly simple because it's for weight loss. Now what a lot of people I talk to get wrapped up in is the style of exercise that you're doing and how fast it is and how heavy it is. Uh, but you're trying to, I wanna encourage you to keep the main thing the main thing and focus on the goal. The goal is weight loss and this is resistance training for weight loss. So trying to increase your one rep max is not going to drive as much weight loss as slow, consistent resistance training done under control contracting the right muscles and that's pain-free that you can do day in and day out without experiencing any discomfort that you can make progress on week over week. So instead of doing a one to three rep max a couple of times a week because you're not a weightlifter, you're trying to lose weight, um, you may do something of a more moderate weight, moderate load and weight uh, to about eight to 10 reps or six to 10 reps, somewhere around that range to build muscle and help create the necessary fuel to to burn the burn fat so that way you start to lose body fat and you increase lean muscle mass um, the more lean muscle mass you have the more it's going to support you gaining and maintaining the lean aesthetic that you're looking for so so it doesn't need to be overly complex it doesn't need to include the the six basic movement patterns so squat push pull bend lunge and then core exercises need to be involved in there and then slow, easy cardio is going to be a, a better benefit to weight loss because it's consistent. Now, you can do anything. You can do intervals if you like intervals. You can, do, you can go for walks if you like walks. In my experience, if you can do a combination of those six movement patterns three times a week and then walk for 30 to 60 minutes on your off days, um, if you can do that day in and day out for about a 12-week period, you're going to land at your goal. You just have to be consistent in that. Um, and what goes inside of there, again, is very, very um, individual, individualized. So I don't want to like give like specific because there's no way to know that. I might come out with some templates um, just for you to kind of check out and see. And um, let me know what your thoughts are on it and what you think, if you think that would be challenging enough for you. But overall, what goes inside of it, I believe will really be individualized. So lastly, once we... Well, just to recap really quick, for resistance training, I really want to just make sure you understand to keep it as simple as possible. Lift some weights, walk every day if you want to run. If that's part of what's required for you, then go do that. Um, if it's not, then I wouldn't worry too much about it. I'd go for a 30-60 minute walk, and I'd increase my non-exercise activity throughout the week to help support weight loss, and I'd manage my nutrition very well. Um, and lastly, what you want to do is you want to measure it. So how do you know that you're that you're making progress towards the goal, well, you have to find a way to measure it. Um, that's really the only way to know whether you're making progress towards your goal or not. Um, how you measure it really depends. You can do the scale. The scale can be frustrating because in the beginning, you may be losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time because that's the prime period of time, especially if you're beginning in your weight loss journey and you haven't done anything for a significant period of time. 
you're going to run into, okay, I'm losing fat and I'm gaining muscle at the same time, and the scale may not move much for you, um, which is really great, right? So other indicators that you are making progress towards your weight loss goals, how your clothes fit, how you look in the mirror, what other people are saying about how you look in the mirror, what your energy is from the day. So if you start out at like a three or a four on daily energy, but then by week six, your energy's up to like an eight or a nine or even a 10, um, chances are there's definitely progress towards that weight loss goal um, that just haven't been reflected on the scale as of yet. But how you, whatever method you choose, understand whatever the trade-offs are. If you do choose a scale, um, give it a while before you see any any significant changes. Honestly, probably about six to eight weeks before you see any changes on the scale that are significant, um, just because of how long it may take you as an individual to adapt and you start to notice that weight loss on the scale. Um, other methods that are really well are progress pictures. Those work great. I have my clients do those for those that want to, or just how their clothes fit. I have them just report on that. Um, but those are those are simple ways to measure it. And um, obviously tracking your workouts over time to make sure that you are building strength. Progressive overload is the key driver of progress in the gym as far as whether you're getting stronger, building strength, building muscle mass, um, progressive overload. So increasing the amount of weights, reps, sets, tempos that you're doing week over week are going to provide you with the biggest driver of progress in the gym for the activity that you're doing inside of there. Um, but that's really it for the day. Those are, those aren't exactly, like I said, it's not exactly a weight loss pro or a sets reps exercise uh, recommendations because that's not what this was for. These other things that I mentioned inside of here are a little more important. So knock those out, get those dialed in first, and then everything else will kind of work itself out. But Hope that was helpful and uh, you got something out of it. If you have any questions for me, you know, hit me up and let me know. And uh, appreciate you listening. Until I talk to you next time, you guys take care of yourself. Bye. All right, podcast listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, you got some value from it. I'd like to invite you to uh, my weekly newsletter. It um, is called Three Rock Sunday. And basically what I do is I just give out information on fitness, nutrition, and hopefully some stuff to help get you motivated. And there's a bunch of free resources that I put out in there, and that's where you'll get the most out of any changes that I have. So try to put a lot of value in that email, into those weekly emails. If you'd like to receive them and just see if it's a good fit for you, then just click the link in the description, and it'll take you right to it, and you can get signed up for it. All right, thanks for listening in, and talk to you soon. Later.